0: Soundly. So right now, our listeners get 30% off Headspace's entire library of meditations. Just go to headspace.com slash for 30% off your subscription, but only until May 12th. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash sleep pod today. This is the Smart Passive Income Podcast with Pat Flynn, session number 78. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now, so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, who gets really nervous before public speaking, but does it anyway, Pat Flynn.
0: Hey, what's up? This is Pat Flynn. And yes, I still get nervous even after all these years um, speaking in public. And there's something to be said for that. You know, I get, I'd get, i get scared if I wasn't nervous. And I was probably the most nervous I ever was this past week in front of a crowd of 180 people here in San Diego. And it was a speech I've been really, really nervous about for you know over a year now, but also looking forward to it. Um, it was a best man speech for my best friend. And you know what? This is going to sound silly, but... I prepared for it in the exact same way that I would a conference presentation, and and no, I, I didn't have a PowerPoint or a keynote presentation. Although, <laughs> that, and thinking about that, that actually would have been really funny. Um, you know, here are five reasons why I think this couple is perfect for each other. Um, no, but I, I, I mean, you know, thinking about what I wanted to achieve with the speech first um, that that was a big part of it Uh, techniques for grabbing people's attention during the presentation or excuse me during the speech Um, uh, the first thing I did for example was get everyone's attention by having everyone clink their glasses and you know when they clink their glasses the couple kisses and that was sort of an attention grabber for me Um, I even went into the room early to see where I was going to speak so I wouldn't be surprised by anything um, so I knew exactly where to stand and the DJ actually gave me a mic to practice with and man it totally paid off I mean once I got on stage I wasn't nervous anymore I just did my thing and what was really cool was a number of people came up to me afterwards and was like Pat that was one of the best best man speeches I've ever heard and I was so thankful for that because I really wanted to deliver for my best friend and his new wife, and and so to Neil mejoy I don't believe you listen to my podcast, but if for some reason you ever stumble upon this one, I love you both, and and just know that my family and I will always always be here for you, no matter what. And for those of you listening out there, um, you know, thank you for giving me a moment to share that with you. It was a really you know these it's it was really important for me to deliver this speech in the way that I did and and these are really really important people to me so I just wanted to give them a shout out here in the podcast and now let's get down to bees nass um this particular episode I'll tell you seriously gives all other episodes I've recorded thus far a run for its money as far as the best podcast episode to date I mean I, I I know there's been a a lot of favorites I mean you may have your own favorite from from the past 77 episodes um, but many of those favorite ones or the ones that I know are most favorited are the sort of inspirational motivational uh, ones you know things that make you get off your seat and get stuff done and, and and those are incredibly important of course but I know also a lot of you truly like the exact strategies that will get you results too and that's what this episode is about. I'm very happy to welcome my good friend Clay Collins on the show today. Clay is the co-founder of a very, very successful company called LeadBright, which helps people generate more email subscribers through various tools uh, that he and his team has built. And um, these are amazing tools. And and, and and through his products and his collection of data, Um, you know, with these products, I mean, he's been able to see exactly, again, through data, what kinds of strategies and methods and headlines and colors and buttons and everything that converts the most website traffic into email subscribers. I mean, we're talking all about conversion optimization today. And again, specific strategies to help you turn the traffic you already have or the traffic that you're gonna get in the future into more subscribers. And you'll hear in the beginning um, an example of what this kind of mindset, what this kind of thing can do for you. I mean, a lot of people who want more email subscribers, and we all want more email subscribers, uh, we'll, we'll try to get more of that by getting more traffic to our site. And that makes sense, right? I mean, they, you do campaigns and guest posts and push via social media and all that kind of stuff, which is fine. But thinking about what happens when your traffic comes to your site can help you get even more subscribers because converting more um you know, I mean, just think about it. It's, it's much easier to double your conversion rate than it is to double the amount of traffic you get. And again, Clay will go over that and, and the kinds of things he has learned along the way that we can implement too. One of Clay's tools, which we will talk a lot about during the, uh, during, during the episode, is called Lead Pages. Um, it's an incredibly wicked tool to help you create landing pages where you can go and collect email subscribers. Whether you have a WordPress site or not, you can use this tool. You can select from a library of templates of all sorts of different types of landing pages, from ones that allow you to put a video on it with an email opt-in form, others with, you know, a lead magnet like an ebook or or, or an opt-in bribe of some kind, webinar registration pages, thank you pages, download pages, four oh four pages. I mean, it's 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 crazy what this tool can do. And, and I have to tell you a few things um, about the relationship that Clay and I have together. Just. Before we go on, and also to be completely transparent, to, to be completely transparent with you, for one, I've recently come on as an advisor for Clay and his company, and I'm super stoked about that because I have a unique opportunity to truly guide, um, at, at least a little bit, uh, the, the direction of lead pages and how it can help entrepreneurs like us, which is really cool. And secondly, you know, I I, I wouldn't come on as an advisor. I mean, this is the first time I've ever done anything like this with another company. Although I have, I have been asked to become an advisor for other companies before and I've declined. And I've, I declined because I, I didn't truly believe in the products and I didn't really know the people behind them. However, lead pages, I feel, and, 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 and what Clay is doing here in this industry is a huge game changer, I feel. Um, it, it, it has been for me already. And I'm using it right now as we speak. I'm using lead Pages. Now, I don't want you to think this is just a show to help promote this tool. I mean, I'm talking about it. And yes, I use it. Of course, I'm going to promote it because I know it's going to help. But in this session, Clay goes over several specific conversion optimization strategies that will help you increase your email opt-in rate, whether you have or ever get lead pages or not? You do not need lead pages in order to do these things that we're going to talk about. But he did say something interesting during the show, and and you'll catch this, uh, you know, sometime when you listen. He he said something like, and I don't know verbatim what it was, but it, you know, you'll you'll remember it. Um, he said, "If I find a strategy that helps you increase your conversions conversion rates, please don't blame me for putting it into lead pages to make it easier for you to implement. That's what it's there for." And, and you know, he's right. I mean, that's what this tool was built for. So, and again, you know, just letting, I'm just letting you know. And I mean, it's like, this tool is like the difference between doing keyword research manually with Google AdWords keyword tool, which you can do and become very good at and, and you don't need any, any anything else versus, you know, doing keyword research with something like Longtail Pro or Market Samurai. You know, it can all be done for free, but these tools help you do it faster um, and, and better. If you want to see lead pages in action right now, I actually have a couple of them set up promoting an event that Clay and I will be doing together later this week, an actual conversion optimization workshop. Uh, we decided to put this together because we had way more that we could have talked about on this particular episode, but we ran out of time. Um, you'll see it went a little over my usual time, but you know you could chunk this up if you want. But I recommend listening all the way through. It's so good. Plus, we wanted to show you visually, you know, on this webinar type deal, uh, the the types of pages and the things that work instead of just mentioning, like, on audio. So if you'd like to check out that webinar slash event, it's totally free. Head on over to smartpassiveincome.com slash session78 and register there. You'll see a link where you can register for the event. Um... There's actually a couple of links because it happens twice, once on Thursday and once on Friday after this recording is published. And that's so we could cover more time zones and get more people in there Um, because, I mean, already the seats are filling up fast. I've just mentioned it briefly in a blog post and on social media. And also, you'll get to download all of the things that Clay is giving away in this episode. Um, you'll mention all the things he's gonna give away later when once you listen through, and it's crazy. I mean, he, he's thrown in so much stuff, and again, it's the stuff you don't even need lead pages for. He's throwing in the HTML version of the highest converting landing page ever, uh, and, and other cool things like that that you can install. Um, So again, check all of that out at smartpassiveincome.com slash session78. It's all there plus more. And I hope to see you on the webinar. And if you're listening to this in the future, after the webinar has has passed, uh, the the live one, the replays will be there at smartpassiveincome.com slash session78. But you'll miss out on the giveaways that we're doing live on the broadcast. So I recommend you go on live if you can. Anyway, I've Talked enough here. Let's get right into the interview with Clay, and he's going to start off by talking about how his company LeadBright, the maker of lead pages and also LeadPlayer, which I uh, use as well, and I know a lot of you use too. Um, he's going to talk about how the mind shift or the the, the shift from a traffic getting mindset or or mode. To a conversion optimization mode made dramatic results in his bottom line. So let's get right into it. Um, enjoy and be prepared to take lots of notes.
1: All right, what's up, Clayman, man? Welcome to the show. Patrick, I am uh, so thrilled to be here and excited for for some of this content that we're about to get into. Dude,
0: I'm I'm really excited. And for those of you listening, you know this isn't this isn't really an interview about Clay's story. Although we are going to get into the uh, his story a little bit, and mostly about how he's grown his company from. I mean, it's just ridiculous. He's going to tell you and, and and show the exact numbers with you. Um, but this is going to be sort of like a. You know, like Clay and I are just chatting, like we're having a little Skype chat together, which we all with which we often have. Actually, we have a Skype chat once a week, and you're just a fly on a wall, listening in. And and actually, Clay, I mean, was telling me about some of the stuff he wanted to make sure um, we we go over. And it's, the, I mean, this is this has the potential to be the best podcast in the SPI lineup so far. So um, I know that's 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 saying a lot because there's been a lot of great interviews, and I've said that a couple times before. But but just. I mean, you're going to see, I mean, we're, 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 I mean, Clay was talking about giveaways and downloads and and worksheets for you. Um, We're going to talk about some really interesting sort of um, strategies for building your list for lead generation. And I mean, that's what Clay is an expert at. That's what he's built software for. Um, Clay, just again, thank you so much for being here. I mean, why don't you just tell us a little bit about uh, your company and the growth of it and how it applies to what we're talking about today?
1: Um, basically, the the premise behind what I'm going to share here is that uh, back in the day, uh, I wanted to double the revenue uh, for our company, uh, and I wanted to do it in a short period of time. Uh, so what I did was, uh, I, the first thing I tried to do was double the amount of traffic that we were receiving, because the premise was that if I could double the amount of traffic that we get, then all things being equal, I would double the amount of revenue that we receive. So, I went out and I did all kinds of like search engine optimization and kind of social media stuff. And uh, I even bought some ads. And what I found out was that it's actually really difficult to double to quickly like double to 2x the amount of traffic that you get without spending a whole bunch of money. So, I was like, well, that's not going to work. So, the next thing that I uh, thought is that maybe we could double the amount of revenue we receive in our business. By doubling the conversion rate on our sales pages, so I went out and I kind of went to the word processor and I started like rewriting like some of the sales pages and the sales videos and what I found out was that like I actually hate doing that once I write a sales letter, I just don't want to touch it again like ever uh, so I and it, we, it was already kind of optimized, so I realized like that isn't going to be the way that we double our revenue um, so what I finally settled on was I realized that if I could actually double, not double the amount of traffic and not double our conversion rate, but if I could double the percentage of people who came to our website, who ended up opting in to our email list, that that actually was the fastest way to double our, our revenue. So we actually did that. I went to our main opt-in page and I kind of just played around with it one evening. It took me about a half an hour. And doing that, just in that one evening, playing around with some things, I doubled the conversion rate on our opt-in page. And that month, we actually got a 5x increase in our revenue. So I was like, well, if this works, maybe I should do this to more pages. So the next month, I went in, and um, I tweaked some more of our opt-in pages, and I actually added some more opt-in pages. Uh, And that month, we just about doubled our revenue again. And I was like, wow, this is fantastic. So then I went to more of our websites and I added more opt-in pages and I tweaked the pages that already existed. Um, And that next month we got, uh, it it was really through the roof. I can't do the math in my head, but we we jumped up uh, about four to five times. So all told, we like doubled our revenue, then we tripled our revenue the next month. And then we like doubled it again and then we like tripled it again. So by the time we were done, Uh, I can't say that that math is right. What I can say in terms of double, (laughs) then triple, then double, then triple, because I'm bad at math. But what I can say is that from the time we started this to the time we ended, we had a 22x increase in revenue. And last month in our business, we did uh, about a quarter of a million dollars just in that one month. And it's um, recurring revenue. So it only goes up, right? That's not like we had some launch and then it's gonna be over with. Like That was our revenue last month, was about a quarter of a million dollars.
0: Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, and and you were probably seeing a little bit of an increase in traffic over that time, right? But you were saying that just doubling the amount of people who convert on to your email list, um, and then you have a sales funnel through your email list, that has been the main source of the revenue increase.
1: Yes, and so a, a big part of this is actually that we were doubling our that we were getting increases in our traffic not doubling but we were increasing our traffic because we found out that when we email people about a new blog post for example right when we email them they actually come to that site and they tweet about it and they share it on facebook and So they actually recruit more people to come to our website who then end up opting in. So the next time we have another blog post or the next time we have something to announce, um, there's actually more people to announce it to. And then those people end up recruiting other people on social media. So this actually was not just the fastest way to double our revenue, all things being equal, but this was actually what we found to be the fastest way to grow our traffic.
0: Dude, that is so... So awesome. I always tell people to email their list whenever they come out with a blog post. But this is this is huge. What, what else are we going to talk about today?
1: Would you mind if I just shared, because I spent, I kind of want to geek out on this. I was so stoked about <laughs> uh, having the opportunity to be on this podcast that I I spent all morning kind of preparing a mini course about this stuff. So would you mind if I shared a little bit about um what we're going to share today uh on this podcast
0: no no not at all i mean for those of you listening clay and i uh, have been friends for a good time now and i'm actually an advisor for his company and we, we were nope. both geeking out together about this podcast and 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 so it's really funny to hear you say that you're geeking out and you actually created sort of a mini course to go into this podcast i mean i didn't ask clay to do that he just did this on his own and and so i'm really excited to uh to to, to, to hear what you're bringing
1: Yeah. And so just for anyone listening, I know I sound super enthusiastic. And a lot of times when people hear someone who's super enthusiastic, they're like, oh, crap, there's going to be like uh, a sales pitch or something like that. And so I want to let you know that everything I'm teaching here, like we're just giving away. There's nothing that I'm going to teach you where I'm like, oh, there's like, you know, four marketing secrets. And I'm only going to tell you two of them uh, so that you'll buy my book of marketing secrets and get the other two secrets. Like I have no... Uh, agenda here to hold back any information at all because I don't really sell information. So um, for anyone listening in the comments, if you have any questions, I will literally answer every single comment, and I have no motivation whatever whatsoever to like not tell you something so that I can sell you a book or a course or coaching program or whatever. So here's what we're just going to give away. This is everything here uh, is going to be free. The first thing I'm going to give you is I'm going to make available for download. Uh, our highest converting landing page across the entire lead pages business. So everyone uses these landing page templates uh, with our software, and we have the one that's on average converting the highest amongst all of our customers. So the average opt-in rate amongst all of our customers across you know, the entire platform is the highest for this template. And I'm going to give it to you to download for free Uh, and, and I'm going to tell you how you can eat that in this podcast. So nothing required at all. The second thing I'm going to do is we're going to talk about why actually hiding your opt-in boxes, uh, is, is going to get you more opt-ins. So making fewer places for people to opt in on your website, why that's actually going to get you, uh, the, the fastest list growth. The next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the exact copy for the uh, best converting lead magnet that we have. So I'm just gonna actually tell you exactly what to write for a landing page to get the same kind of opt-in rates that we're getting. Uh, And finally, um, we're going to, in this podcast, build together a lead magnet and landing page that you can use in your business. At least we'll have all of the copy written. That's, That's sort of my goal by the time we're done.
0: Awesome, awesome, and, and and for those of you listening, the, the the download for the best converting landing page, he's going to give that to you in HTML, so you don't even need the lead pages software yep. in order to use it because, um, you know, it's it's right there uh, for you in HTML, and also, you know, the 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 stuff about the, uh, you know, actually hiding your opt-in box. I mean, that goes against what several of the previous guests have said and people who have been on my uh podcast and on the blog before. Who have mentioned, you know, you got to put your opt-in box in more, you know, in several places to get the most opt-in. So I'm really curious to hear what you say about that. Um, and again, this is this is a little bit different than a lot of the podcasts that we've had. This is more of a of a course. So think about it like you're you're learning from Clay and I, and mostly Clay, of course, because he's the lead gen expert um, about why things work. And 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 the really interesting thing about this is Clay knows what works because his software and his company keeps track. You know of the data across this whole platform of all the different uh template uh in uh, templates in their library um so he knows exactly because of the data it tells him what works and what doesn't um, which I think is so cool because I don't know anyone else in the sort of lead pages uh, or 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 landing page squeeze page sort of niche or industry who who's keeping track of things like that so I think that's really really cool clay
1: yeah i mean we're we're really excited about it I think historically a lot of people have known what works for them. And what I like about what, what we're doing is that we can actually tell you not just what works for us or what works for a friend, but we can tell you on average across our entire platform what's working and what isn't. So we run these like platform-wide experiments where uh, we kind of see what works for everyone on average. So it's not just sort of our opinion or like one use case and one market. It's kind of like generalized across the board. Um, and that's what's exciting to me about what we're doing yeah that's awesome so um so what should we get into? Should we just start off with um with the training? yeah well I think
0: I think even before we talk about you know lead generation sure um, and and building an email list, we
1: should probably talk about why that's important in the first place Sure, sure well, you know I'd really love to so I have my thoughts and opinions on this um, but I'd really like to To hear your thoughts on this, I I mean, it seems like your audience and your email list. People might think the blog is your most valuable asset. I'm willing to probably guess that your email list is probably your most valuable asset. Would you say? Would you agree or disagree with that?
0: Actually, I would agree with that because I mean, for a number of different reasons, and those of you on my list know that I actually don't sell directly on my e- email list, but I, I do use my email for marketing and I do it in sort of an indirect way and I do that specifically because of the market that I'm in and what people are used to seeing. I always try to do something different. So, I mean, the email list is important for a number of reasons. One, it's, it's, it's probably the best way to drive a lot of traffic your blog post. You were talking a little bit about that earlier. I know Derek Halpern's been going off about the importance of email to drive traffic. And a lot of people think they just need to collect email addresses to sell stuff. But you can actually use your email address or your email list and you should be using it to to let people know that you have something worth looking at or something worth viewing. Um, And and that's something I've recently learned because I've been holding back on my list quite a bit. But lately, every sort of really important post I come out with, I share that through my email list and I'll get 20 30,000 views in that single day simply because I'm sharing that through my email list. So, it's great as a, for traffic building. Um, secondly, it, 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 you know, it's very personal. You know, people check their inboxes every day. Some people won't let an email go unread. And so being able to communicate with your audience through your emails is so valuable. And you can communicate with people on a more personal, almost one-to-one level. Even if you're sending a broadcast email to hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of people, that person is getting that email from you. And when you can like put their name in it and say, hey, name um you know and and give them something of value you know it's going to be it's going to be worth a lot to uh to to you and 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 your authority level uh in that person's eyes but most importantly i I feel the email list is is incredibly important because it 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 it's it's your list i mean and you could take that anywhere with you you know um and, and you have the most control over your list and your people that way for example back in march my site went down for an entire week and luckily, it came back up. But if it didn't, I still had my list to go with me wherever I went. So I could have set up shop somewhere else, set up a new website, and just email my list and tell them, hey, my site is down. You know, it got hacked. I can't bring it back up, but here's my new site. And immediately, I would just pick up from almost right where I left off. And even during that downtime, I was still able to communicate with my audience about what was going on and, and give them updates on, on what was happening and also continue to provide value. Uh, through my autoresponder and broadcast emails at the same time. So those are really my top three three reasons. And I don't really come from a selling background. And I know that, you know, lead gen is, is perfect for that. So I'd love to hear your thoughts uh, and your reasons for the importance of building, you know, an actual email list.
1: Yeah, so I mean... I- I I don't think about it as much as lead generation. I know that our product is called Lead Pages, but I think of it more about audience building. And I think about sort of like what you said, where your site went down, but you still had your email list. And that's sort of what I found is that, you know, Facebook could shut down your page. Google could decide that it doesn't want to run your ads anymore. Twitter could, you know, suddenly, you know, decide that it wants to boot you out of the system or whatever, but at the end of the day, you know, and, and someone could file a complaint about your website, or your hosting service could go down. But at the end of the day, the only thing that you really can keep—that's absolutely yours—is your—is your email list, right? Like, you can post something to Twitter, and maybe some percentage of the people who are on Twitter at that time will like see what you're doing, uh, or maybe you post something to Facebook, and face the Facebook algorithm decides that you're like important enough to show it to some people. But at some point, that might not happen, uh, and you know, really a a much higher percentage of people who get your email will click through uh, and check out your blog post or see what you're doing or engage in a relationship with you in some way uh, versus, uh, you know, Facebook or Twitter or an RSS feed or whatever is going on. So in my opinion, the email address from from a relationship building point of view, from a business building point of view, the email address is far and away like the most important uh, assets I mean that's where people go to build personal relationships to check on other people and uh, for for us we found that it's at the very like heart and soul of what we do is is email so I think the the story about your website going down kind of illustrates this uh, perfectly
0: yeah absolutely and, and and you know I've made some incredible connections with people through my email and the email lists uh, that I collected. I mean, I use my email to communicate with my audience as well and get information back from them that they might not necessarily share on public forums like Facebook and Twitter. Um, You know, one of the first emails in my autoresponder sequence, for example, is asking people, you know, like, what do you want me to write a blog post about or what are you struggling with? And I get a constant stream of, of comments from people that answer that question and just tell me exactly what they need, you know, information about. So I don't even have to think anymore. It's just coming straight to me.
1: Nice. Nice. That's awesome. So um, so maybe now we should talk about, if you're cool with this, I kind of just want to um, just share some like super valuable stuff and get into the nitty gritty and uh, just like super actionable things that people can do uh, today. Actually, like today, I would encourage you to implement this first step. I think there's a lot of people who chalk up business to like 100% like internal issues and you know sort of thinking through these big picture things but what i found what what's been my truth is that business has been a series of like very specific steps that i take that i he- held myself accountable to accomplish certain things and what i want to share with you as sort of our first tip is kind of the highest leverage thing that everyone listening can do uh, listening to this podcast can do today that is going to probably have the biggest impact on your business that, you know, over anything else you could do this month. So maybe we could start out with that. Yeah, let's go big. Let's start big. Cool. So the first tip, and it's going to sound simple at first, but it's, it's kind of, um, deceptive in that way. So the first tip is that I'm going to encourage everyone listening to create a resource guide opt-in page. Okay. A resource guide opt-in page. So what I mean by this is that, um, you know, a lot of people come up with huge courses that they give away, or they want to ask people, they want to give away maybe a very long ebook. And what I'm going to encourage you to do is, uh, give away simply a list of tools or resources that will benefit, um, your audience or your potential audience. Um, so Basically, the highest converting evergreen landing page in our business uh, is a page that says this, okay? Here's what it says. Free report reveals the top five dirt cheap tools I use to create all my videos, including my $80 HD video camera. So people come to this page, it's got literally one sentence of copy that took me three minutes to write. And when they opt in, they get... Uh, literally, they get a list of five resources for creating videos. That's it. It took me about 15 minutes to write down the list of resources that I recommend people have. And it took me about three minutes to write the copy. And here's what kills me I've literally spent a month before writing an ebook that people can get when they opt into my list. So it's like a 50 page ebook. And I've spent about the same amount of time, about three weeks. Creating a free video course, and yet um, a simple list of resources—a simple list of five resources—has built my list more than you know. That I and, and it took me again fifteen minutes to twenty minutes to do all this. This simple list of resources has gotten more people to opt in than a huge long ebook or a very long um, like uh, video course that that had like worksheets and transcripts and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so why is this true? Why is a simple list of resources um, that, that we give away, why is this the best performing landing page we've ever used? Well, the first reason is that it doesn't require someone to process too much information, right? Someone doesn't have to watch a three minute video uh, or read an entire page of text in order to make a decision. They only have to decide if they want, you know, my list of the five dirt cheap tools I use to create my videos. Do they want it or not? So that's the first reason. The second reason, and this is really, really, really important. The second reason why this gets so many people to join my list is that everyone wants to know the tools that you're using. And here's why. As human beings, we have this belief that if we only had the tools that the pros use, that we would get the same results that the pros use. And in a lot of cases, that's actually true. We would much, much, much rather acquire a tool then acquire a skill. And if you look at the, um, the best-selling issues of magazines like Golf Digest and Running Magazine and Camping Magazine um, or like Photography Magazine, the best-selling issues of those magazines are the gear guides, right? the list of the top golf clubs if you want to hit a long drive and the list of the best like putting clubs or whatever, or like photography magazine, like what are the best lenses for, you know, nature photography? What are the best like point and shoot cameras for a family vacation? Like everyone wants to know the tools because we'd much rather acquire a tool than acquire a skill. And because we believe that if we have the same tools that the pros use, we'd get the same results. And honestly, we like buying good stuff that's going to help us out because you can just make a lot more traction or get a lot further that way. So that's another reason why this works is because we're giving people specific tools, not ideas, not concepts, but tools that we've actually used. Um, The next reason why this list of resources works so well uh, is because a lot of people are experiencing information overload and the last thing they need is another, like, 50 page ebook to download, or an entire, you know, like 20, 20 minutes of video uh, with a talking head rambling on. They just don't want that. If they can get the same amount of value from a list of resources, they'd rather do that, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Long content is actually perceived as a, a pain in the rear end to a lot of people because it just represents. Uh, a a greater boundary or a greater barrier to getting what they want. Um, Also, this kind of page, this resource list opt-in page outperforms um, video bribes because the perceived value of video is really going down a lot recently due to all the videos that are on YouTube or, you know, launch after launch after launch with 15 minute kind of boring talking head videos. Um, This also, and this is kind of, a really interesting thing here. Uh, This continues to blow my mind. Um, A list of resources outperforms, get this, outperforms opt-ins to get a free coaching session. I tried this once. I gave away literally uh, a half an hour of my time to everyone who opted in. Mm -hmm. And we actually got a higher opt-in rate for the list of free resources. And that just goes to show that there is no correlation between the amount of time it takes you to create a lead magnet and the opt-in rate that you're going to get. There is no correlation between the value of what you're giving away and the opt-in rate. So I think a lot of times people think that they have to like kind of lock themselves into a cave and create some like insanely huge like free thing to give away, which it, that, there's a time and place for that. You've obviously found that. But in terms of just pure list build and statistics – this works better than anything we've ever seen. And so the time-to-benefit ratio for creating one of these resource list opt-in pages is huge. And if you're kind of getting, if this sounds really conceptual, um, we're actually going um, if, to, if you're okay with this, Pat, we're going to link below to an exact picture uh, and actually the, the HTML for one of these pages. And I'm going to link to a few of these resource list opt-in bribes where you or lead magnets where you list a bunch of resources that are appropriate to your industry.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean on on the on the show notes slash session 78 um there's gonna, I mean this is going to be the podcast with the most resources ever. Um so 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 you'll see that. And there's a few things I want to comment on really quick cuz I mm-hmm. you know this is really interesting. Um one of the points you mentioned about the the list of of the resources and the fact that you know people want the tools. I mean that's very very obvious when you go to specific blogs and you look at their most popular posts. A lot of the most popular posts for example are like the top plugins to use or you know tool like 19 tips and resources to do this and that and to put that behind an email opt-in just makes complete sense and and I love you know I spent a lot of time on ebooks the smart way which a lot of people know that is my lead magnet currently um, to incentivize people to join my list and that's been downloaded over 50,000 times but I did spend about a month and a half creating that thing and it is a long guide and I'm pretty sure not everybody who opts in reads it or they might like you said get it and see how much content there is in it because I you know I I would put everything into it Um, and then yes they're going to be overwhelmed but I love this idea of creating just a simple list of five resources because I know a lot of people a lot of you listening don't have a lead magnet and you should and a lot of you don't have it because you like you said you, uh, you might think that it might need you know a month of your time to create but no it just just like half a day even just a couple hours my question to you is how is this list of resources delivered so people opt in is this on a on another page like a hidden page on the website is it is it in a pdf or how is this how is it given to to those who subscribe
1: yeah i i recommend a pdf and you email it to everyone who opts in so the first email that they get after they opt in um uh gives this to them So there's, I mean, we've automated for for our lead pages. You don't have to have lead pages to do this. For our lead pages customers, we've automated the, uh, you know, giving away actual uh, lead magnets. But it's something that you can do with everything, including Aweber, whatever you're using, where you can send out an email. That goes to everyone who opts in. That has a link to a file that people can download, or it can be an attachment to that email as well.
0: Yeah, and what I love about that is, you know, more more often than not, these tools are going to help people get immediate results. I mean, for my opt-in, you know, lead magnet, you know, it's it's a it's an ebook about how to write an ebook, and you can't write an ebook in. You know, a week it takes a long time, so people aren't going to see immediate results from it. Whereas a list of five resources, I mean, a few of them might people might be able to just you know use them immediately and see results. And what that's going to do is it's going to help you know your subscribers be like, wow, this guy knows exactly what he's talking about, or or this person just knows exactly what I need. I'm already seeing results. I can't wait till the next email.
1: Yeah, and I think it's important to note that you know, the headspace of someone who is just getting into something is very, it's like they're confused, right? Like someone who wants to create a blog, like what, how do you create a blog? Like what hosting company should I use? Uh, And then they don't even know that there's such a thing as WordPress or that they need to have plugins installed. And so just getting people up to speed uh, with all the things you've tested uh, and used is just an immense value. Some people spend like weeks or months just playing around with different technologies. And if you could say, you know, here's exactly what you need to get started, here are the free things, here are some of the things that cost some money, and if you do have to pay for this, here's why I recommend it. But just catching people up to speed with what they need is really important. Like I think about, um, you know, when I started yoga, like I didn't know anything about yoga. Should I get special pants? Is there a pad? Can I use my, <laughs> um, you know, can I use the exercise mat that I normally did? Like is, do I need to do, you know, like there's just all this confusion about the gear, right? Because that's the first thing that people think about is like, what specifically do I need to get started? And you can become a pretty quick authority by just giving people sort of like the easiest, like cheapest, like kind of baseline entry level list of things they need to get started. And that builds a lot of trust. And it also delivers a whole lot of value.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I just ran a half marathon uh, a couple of days ago. I'm actually still feeling it in my knees. But if I were to create a site about marathon trading, I could imagine, you know, one of these giveaways, uh, you know, a list of resources being the top five resources to help you through your next race and that could be you know the right shoes um the 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 right sort of pouch to wear that holds your stuff the 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 right sort of what are they called These, these energy goo gel things that you have during the race so you know all those types of things things i wish i knew um and if they were all in one easy to grab spot i would definitely trade my email address
1: for that yeah for sure so that that actually brings up a really good point like let's talk about how people like just sort of copywriting around this and i'll make sort of this list of uh of titles for different industries i'll make this available just as part of the the course that we're creating here sort of live as we as we move through this material so
0: sure. if it, you're a realist sorry go ahead. Oh, no, i was gonna say this is good because i know the copywriting piece of it is, is one of the most difficult parts i mean people can create one of these opt-in things um but you know, how to really say the right words to get people to want to download it. That's, what, that's what's really important. So I'm really glad we're getting into this, sorry.
1: Yeah, totally. So I think it's, it's really good to hear a lot of examples. So let's start out with like the real, like let's say you're a real estate agent. Um, if you're a real estate agent, you might, and I just came up with these off the top of my head, I'm not a real estate agent, but uh, I might create something like this. This would be the one sentence of copy on my opt-in page. It would say this, resource guide the top five safest credit-boosting home loans of this year. Like, I recently wanted to buy, you know, got a house, bought a house, and I wanted to know, like, how should I think about home loans? Like, what, what should I do here? And so if someone put a list of those together, that would be awesome. If you're a dentist, you could do something like this. Buyer's guide, colon, the top five electric toothbrushes of this year, including the one that I use. If I were on my dentist site and he's like, yeah, here's the best electric toothbrushes to use and here's actually the one that I use. I would completely opt in to get that and then after that, I would continue to do this newsletter and I'd always think of him whenever I had a tooth problem. Mm -hmm. If you're a life coach, you could do something like this. App Guide, colon, the top four iPhone apps for increasing your productivity, including the one that I use every day or the ones that I use every day. Um, And here's this last kind of headline for this or copy for this is actually like the most effective. So let's say you're a fitness expert. Uh, You could do something like this. Um, This would be the copy for your page. The only three pieces of exercise equipment you need in your home, hint, they all weigh less than five pounds. And the reason why that's so powerful is because you've said something very counterintuitive. You've said that the list of the um, uh, the three pieces of exercise equipment people need You've said that all these things weigh less than five pounds. And that's counterintuitive. We usually think of exercise equipment as weighing a lot. And so when you say something that challenges people's assumptions, it sort of tells them that they're going to really, truly learn something new when they opt in. Mm-hmm. The biggest killer of conversions is when people think they already know what you're going to tell them. And so if you can say something counterintuitive like, hey, uh, all of these pieces of exercise equipment weigh less than five pounds, that makes them think, hmm, maybe there's actually something new and of value here. Um, so that, that sort of counterintuitive thing really drives opt-ins. Another example of a counterintuitive headline is something like this. Um, and a marketing agency might do this, or an SEO company. So the top five digital marketing tools for local businesses, hint, the three best ones are free right it is counterintuitive to think that the three best resources would be the free ones because we usually assume that the best resources uh cost money so it makes people think hmm maybe i'm going to learn something here that's new and so those kinds of like counterintuitive spins can really have a huge impact uh on the opt in rate
0: mm-hmm. so okay the i'm i've i've noticed a formula a, a little bit of a formula in each of those um you know in the in the in the first set you mentioned what the thing is you know buyer's guide or resource colon mm-hmm. and then what it is, and then a hint or yep. uh, you know with some little addendum to to that thing, which kind of I think is probably one of the most important pieces of the headline because it just sort of piques my curiosity a bit
1: yeah, I mean that's actually sort of the the most important part is the at the very end you put in parentheses hint colon like the three best ones are free or hint you know the very first one on this list is the one that i use or something like that where you pique people's interests and you don't tell them exactly what the thing is but you tell them that um that it's going to be a little bit different than what they expect uh-huh. and so that's that's absolutely important and you everyone listening to this is probably going to want to Go to the notes on this episode and actually look at these headlines because the formatting of them is important the way you use a colon and what you put in parentheses versus not we've ex- we've tested these extensively and and you're absolutely right that we have come up with a formula for doing these and so um, and and so we'll we'll include kind of that formula uh, in the i guess in this course
0: that's cool that's cool I'm, I'm, even, I'm even thinking right now on ebooks the smart way which isn't you know a quick resource it's a Kind of an extensive uh, guide, but you know, a headline for that could be something like, um, you know, whatever the headline might be, hint or you know, whatever the parentheses is at the end. You can do this for under five dollars. Yeah, which is true. Um, yeah, you know, something like that would be a really quick thing I could add to my existing copy to really increase the conversions. I think, and that might be something I'll test out. Although. I am going through a site redesign, so I'm sort of waiting on any changes until that happens. But um but yeah, for those of you who have a list already and you have a, a lead magnet, you know, if it's one that you want to keep or you want to go with one like Clay suggests, um, you know, just think about your headline and, and how you're getting people to you know be curious about what it is that's on the other end.
1: Cool. Yeah, totally. And so actually I want to I, I want everyone to take action. So I want everyone to do this. So Um, I'm going to do something that um, I think is kind of cool. I'm going to give – I want people to come up with just that one sentence headline for the resource guide that they're going to give away and leave it in the comments. And I'm going to actually pick – I'm going to pick three of them, or I'll let Pat pick three of them.
0: We'll pick them together.
1: We'll pick them together. And um, the three ones that we we like the most – um, we're going to give a lifetime membership to, uh, to lead pages, to the people who, who leave sort of the three best headlines for their resource guide. So you don't even have to write the, the opt-in uh, or the lead magnet, like the, pe- the thing that people download. I just want your headline. And, um, and we'll go from there, sweet, and we'll, we'll give away three of these. So sweet. I think that's kind of cool.
0: So head on over to smartpassiveincome.com slash session seventy eight. You could pause this right now and put it in there if you want. Um, I think it's a really cool exercise. And even those of you listening in the future, you know, I I think, you know, how long do we want to give people after this goes live? This this episode goes live? Like a yeah. week?
1: Yeah, we can do a
0: week. Okay. That's fine. So if you're listening to this after a week since this episode goes live, I still think it'd be beneficial for you to go there and even just practice and, and lead your, your own headline and also see you know we'll, we'll share our favorites um, you know in an update um, the, the ones that win the, the lifetime access to lead pages, but you can see everybody else is there too and I think that would be really fun and, and educational to go through those and kind of see what people are using for their headlines.
1: Yeah, and in addition, I, I kind of do want to incentivize people who do go through this process afterwards, so for a while, maybe for a few months, uh, after people, uh, it, it, when people post these, I'm gonna actually respond, and I'll try to give you some hints, or maybe rewrite what you've written, so you'll get some free nice. copywriting uh, training when you go ahead and leave a comment. So, um, and, and state what your, what your thing is gonna be. Just remember, don't, don't say they're ideas or steps, nothing conceptual. You're giving away tools or like specific resources, like like real things, like websites, like the top websites or the top apps or the top like home loans, the top pieces of exercise equipment. Keep it concrete and real because that's going to convert the best. Yeah. I
0: mean, it just seems like it would be so easy to create something like that. Now, are you sure you want to do that, Clay? Because there are going to be hundreds of comments on this podcast. Yeah. I guarantee it. I mean, maybe, I, maybe you just pick a few, you know, sure. over time
1: you know what, maybe I'll set the window for those to be for, uh, for six weeks. So for six weeks I'll do this. I won't, it's not like I can always respond within 24 hours, but I'll, I'll make a note of every week, maybe taking, you know, a five to six hour chunk of time and just sitting down and critiquing people's headlines. And, um, I think that's something that would add a lot of value. And, um, and so I'm, I'm happy to do this. I normally don't do this, but, um, I, I just, I love what you're doing, Pat, here. And, and this is a, you know, it's a huge opportunity for me. So, yeah, well, thank you, Clay. Um, I, I mean,
0: that, that, that's very, 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 very generous of you. I mean, I, I, I warned you. Everybody heard me. I warned you. Um, but that's awesome, man. Thank you.
1: Totally. Totally. Um, so, I mean, my, my wife got, might get a little upset with me because she might not <laughs> see me for like a couple Saturdays, but, uh, so, I think it, I think it'll be fun.
0: Uh, definitely. Okay. So we, we talked about the, 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 the lead magnet and the headline for that. Um, I'm sure I'm going to speak for everybody listening. We want more tips on how to increase our conversion rates.
1: Totally, totally. Okay, so let's move on. Um, so the second thing that I'd encourage you to do, and this is a, a fairly quick tip, and but this is something that's really helped us out, um, is to optimize your 404 pages. So in every website, there's a, Uh, there's a web page that you get when someone types in a URL that's wrong. And um, what we did and what's really kind of helped us out is we made our 404 page, right? The page not found page. We made that an opt-in page uh, on our website and on our blog. And so what that means is, oh, let me tell you the backstory behind this. Back in the day, a fairly prominent blog linked to us. And I was like, this is my shot. Like, this is awesome. This is like years ago. And, uh, and, and I was like so excited. And, and yet the post went live. They emailed their list. Everything happened. And it sent every single one of those people to a 404 page because the, the blogger who wrote the post uh, used the wrong URL. They screwed something up. Mm. And by the time I went to them and asked them to fix it, it was already too late. Like I kind of had, had missed the boat on that exposure. And yeah, some people went to the root of the website and some people kind of Googled and tried to find it. But most of the time when someone you know goes to your page and they find out that it doesn't exist anymore or that the page you're looking for doesn't exist anymore uh, or there's an incorrect link, most of the time people just leave. And so it's a huge loss to you when this happens. So what we did is we created this uh, this landing page template. And again, I will make the HTML for this page uh, available to everyone. You can set it up really easy in lead pages, but we're also going to make the HTML uh, available for download. Um, so we'll link up to that below. But I suggest you set up a page that is your 404 page um, that says something like this. Okay, so I'm just going to uh, read you the text from ours. Cool. 404 error oops. And then the, so that's the heading. And the subheading is the page you're looking for could not be found, but don't leave empty handed. Get this free, you know, get this free lesson. And then you give the name of the lesson and this is the biggest letters say, you know, for ours, it's free four step tutorial, how we created uh, a high converting uh, lead magnet and our best performing landing page. So everyone who comes to our site, they get the wrong page. It says, hey, you know what? The page you're looking for isn't here, but don't leave empty-handed. Opt in to get this you know, this, this free lesson or this free report or whatever we're sort of cycling it to be at that time based on our landing pages. Now, there's probably going to be some questions about technically how to do this. So there's, there's two ways to do this. One is you can hire a programmer to do this. Um, maybe go on to VWorker or something like that. Uh, but this is actually a feature inside of Leadpages where you can set your 404 page to be one of the landing pages uh, in your account. So there's two ways of doing it. Um, you know, both of those exist. So I just want to make sure everyone knows that there's multiple ways of doing this. I'm not like coercing you into doing it our way. But this right, right. is something that we've tested. The opt-in rates for these pages are very, very high, and it it ensures that we don't leak any opt-ins, that we don't leak any traffic, Um, and so we're capitalizing on every opportunity.
0: That's that's very, very smart. I mean, I have an optimized or quote optimized 404 page because, you know, a lot of people were finding my 404 page, and on mine, I have, uh, I'm sorry, the page you're looking for is not here. Please use the search function or the links below to help you find what you're looking for, so I have a search box um, in case people were looking for something, they could just type it in again to try and find it and a list of the most popular posts, a list of the categories, and a list of the tags. And that's been working pretty good. You know, I, I don't lose as many people um, you know, who, who go on this site as opposed to if I didn't have, you know, an optimized 404 page. And I remember when I created this, I tried to do it on my own. I tried to hack WordPress and the, you know, if you go into WordPress and themes and then editor and you go to your 404 page, you know, that's where you edit the code. I didn't really know what I was doing. So I, I had to hire somebody to do this for me. Um, and it's so cool that lead pages could do this for you too. But, you know, either way will work. Um, and I, you know, when, when the redesign comes about, uh, I'm definitely going to put an opt-in on that page and have a lead magnet there too.
1: Yeah, I mean, what we've so we've experimented with different ways of doing it. One of the things we did was what you're doing where you sort of provide a list of top articles and, you know, give people some, a search box and some navigation options. But what, what we found is that when, when most people come to our site and they get the 404 page, they're usually people that are new to that website and new to us. And saying, hey, you can search for something doesn't work so much or saying, hey, you can navigate the site in this way we found didn't, at least for us, didn't work so well because people who are coming to you for the first time mm-hmm. don't know the core of what you have to offer. They don't know who you are. And so it kind of helps to take a little leadership and say, hey, you didn't find what you're looking for, but this is one of the highest value things that you can get out of this exchange now that you've come to our website. Yeah. Um, so that's sort of what's worked for us.
0: Is there a way to track how many people are actually ending up on our 404 page?
1: Uh, yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, you can do it in Google analytics. Um, I know you have a lead pages account. So if you just set up that 404 page in your lead pages account, then lead pages gives you analytics on all that stuff as well, just sort of out of the box. So, um, yeah, totally. Um, cool. So, so that's tip number two. Uh, and that's kind of a quick one, but it's, it, it can be high impact and it's fairly easy to implement. Um, So the third tip that I want to give to folks is to give something away with every blog post that you can. Give something away that people opt in for.
0: Something new away?
1: Yep. Something new away. And so obviously if people, okay, so the one objection people have to this is like, why should I have my, the people who are on my email list, why should they have to opt in over and over and over again to get this thing I'm giving away. So the answer is that if you do give something away with a blog post, include a link to it, or at least attach that file or whatever you're giving away to the email that you email to your list. So those people don't have to opt in again. Okay. Um, but for everyone who's coming to that site for the first time, have something that people can get that is custom, specific to that blog post or to that piece of content. So this could be, for example, uh, a list, uh, uh, like a checklist. So if you tell people how to do something, you can go into Microsoft Word and you can create a checklist based on what you taught. Um, if you uh, have a, a worksheet, if you can turn your blog post and create a summary or a worksheet that people can use, maybe in Excel, or maybe you just like type it up in whatever word processor you use. Even Google Docs will allow you to save stuff as PDFs. So you can create some sort of uh, worksheet or an exercise um, based on what you talked about or what you did. And you could even hire a VA to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you, like, if you were a, a health blogger, I would recommend giving away recipes that people can opt in to get. So they get the recipe uh, there on the blog post, but if they want to like, keep it on their computer and people have the psychological need to like, like, physically possess things, so they can always go back to your website. But... Uh, if they want to download the recipe, uh, they can enter in their email address and get that PDF. Um, another thing that works is, like we said, resource guides. So we talked about resource guides earlier. But honestly, one of the highest converting things we've ever given away is simply an ebook with all our blog posts in it. So we just took our existing, I guess this wouldn't work for. That works for like a site-wide thing. But sort of the version of that that works in this example is if you're really at a loss for what to do, um, you can just take the text of your blog post, cut and paste that into a word processor, and save that as a PDF, and give that away. And you might be surprised, in fact, you probably will be surprised that people actually opt in to get that, but people do. Um, so this is one of those cases where most people's intuition about whether or not this is going to work is actually wrong. Like people will opt in to download. If it's a good blog post, they will opt in to get a PDF version of that so that maybe they can put it on their Kindle or they can read it uh, on the road or or, or whatever's going on. Yeah. Or print it out.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, it it just seems like that, that would be sort of, all for nothing, because that blog post is already there. But I, I can I can see how it might work. And obviously, the only way to know if it will is if you test it. Um, now, I have a couple questions here sure. regarding this strategy. So, am, am, does this mean... So, I'm giving something different away with every post. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's kind of a good idea, because it would just you know increase the sort of credibility of that post it would have more things to go with it you know it's not just a blog post but it becomes like a resource and there's a way to get that resource which is going through your list and this is as opposed to just putting a link in your blog post for that um and if it's something that's useful people who are on your list or people who who want it will will subscribe but how does this conflict with a maybe site-wide giveaway or an often form that has a lead magnet on
1: the sidebar you know, it, it really doesn't conflict. I think that a lot of times people um, believe that they can only have one of these, uh, o- only one opportunity to opt in. And what we found is that there are multiple, like personas or types of people that come to your website that are interested in different things. So, for example, um, you know, when people come to lead pages, some people are interested. In optimizing what they already have. So they're interested in like A-B split testing and optimization. Uh, other people come and they're starting their business for the very first time. So they have uh, a different needs and different agendas. Other people come to our website and um, they are look they're they're really just they know that we publish a lot of split testing data and they're looking for the just sort of the latest of the latest of like hard experiments that have been done. And so for every website, there's different types of people that are coming to that website, and it would behoove you to have a bunch of different opportunities for each of those people to get what they want. There's no one uh, lead magnet that you should give away as you build your business. Like start out with a resource guide, but add stuff as you go along. And these individual posts where you're providing something to download uh, are a great opportunity to test different types of lead magnets. So if something really works, like let's say you give away a recipe, and that really, really works, you're like, well, maybe I should add another site wide giveaway with a list of my top ten favorite recipes. Um, so it, it's a good kind of test bed for tracking what people are interested in.
0: Okay. A um, couple other questions. Actually, before I get to the questions, I mean, this just seems like it's a perfect opportunity. Like with with what you just mentioned to sort of segment the type of people who are in your audience and put them on specific different yeah. lists so that you can speak to them in the language that they need, give them offers that they might need. You know, Maybe you have products that are for beginners. So that's the list that those people go on because you know that they're subscribing on those posts that you write that are more geared for beginners and they have those beginner type giveaways. And then you have the other ones for the more experts and the more advanced people. I mean, that just seems like a perfect opportunity to do that. Now, technically speaking, and I know, I know lead pages will do this, um, but you, know, just you know, even if I wasn't using lead pages, I'm trying to determine how I would be able to easily create a different giveaway with every blog post. I'd have to uh, I'd, I'd have to have a new list, right? And like if, if for example, I'm an aweber, I'm, I need to create a new list for each and every individual blog post.
1: Yeah, I mean, so that it, that is kind of what complicates things a little bit from the technical perspective is that if you're if you're doing this without a tool like LeadPages for everything you give away, you have to create a new list um, for people to sign up for, and then you have to create a new form that's associated with that list for people to opt into, and then you have to create a email that goes out whenever someone opts into that form. And then in that email, you need to link to the digital file that maybe you've uploaded to your server or Amazon S3 or something like that. So yeah, that's crazy. It, it can get a little laborious. Um, we actually did this for a while, and it drove me crazy. Um, so um, again, you can do this without lead pages. We just told you how you have to create a new list for each opt-in bribe or lead magnet. I mean, <laughs> I, think, then-
0: I think the solution would be to not maybe have a different you know, for for those who who um, aren't into lead pages or or maybe don't have the budget for it right now, um, it, it might be to have maybe just three different types of opt-ins. Sure. You know, one for each particular segment of your audience, um, perhaps, and then yep. at the end of your blog posts, maybe have a different form, just one for each of those ones, and that way you only have to manage three instead of, you know, sixty over sixty posts.
1: Yeah, I mean, something that some people do uh, to make this happen. Is they'll make the resource uh, available on their thank you page. So after anyone opts in, they use the same thank you page across all of these opt in boxes, and the thank you page has the download link for these resources.
0: Oh, and it has the, even all the previous ones that were mentioned. Yeah,
1: so it has. Mm, so like, it's a monster a list of everything. The the problem with it, and it's okay. Like this is an okay. Yeah, this is a serviceable solution. Right. The problem with this is that uh, because these. Uh, lead magnets aren't delivered via email it's possible for someone to get them all without opting in so they just opt in and then the thank you page sends them to uh, a huge downloadable list of everything and then if someone gets that url with all the things they can share it on a forum and everyone can download it now that's not the worst thing that could happen it's not like oh everyone got them without opting in like it's not the worst thing that can happen but it's 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 not the best solution either right right right
0: Okay, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's any other technical solutions. I like the thank you page idea, and like you said, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, and hopefully those resources would be good enough where people who get them, even not the legit way, would come back to your site anyway um, if, if they were created in that sort of way. I mean, you want people to, to get them, obviously. Um, I think what's really cool about this idea of giving something different away with every single blog post, you know, worksheet or, or something like that, is that once you start doing this, you know and people start noticing that you're doing this after every after every blog post they're going to be really excited about your next one and they're going to keep coming back you know a lot of times in particular just to see what that giveaway might be
1: yeah we 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 started with um with our own blog we started uh, occasionally giving away uh landing page templates like html versions of some of these not all of them but once in a while we'd give one away And uh, we found that people started coming back every single time we uh, published a blog post just to find out if we were giving another one away. And the opt-in rate for these custom uh, custom opt-ins for blog posts is the highest we've ever seen. So what I've told you about before is sort of like our highest converting pages for like a global opt-in across the entire site. But these custom opt-ins for individual blog posts the conversion rate on these is, the, is like the highest from just a raw percentage point of view. These are the highest because it's custom tailored to that content. It's not like here's some general thing that may or may not be the reason why you came to this blog post in the first place. But if you have something that's like specific to that blog post, um, everyone who gets to the end of it likely want it right or a a high percentage of them at least will so it's it's a way of providing like laser targeted value and coupling that with your list growth
0: cool cool yeah i'm definitely gonna have to experiment with that actually and now that you know i have i have a lead pages account and this allows me to easily do it um i definitely will try it out
1: Cool. Cool. And, um, yeah, so that's awesome. And just for everyone, like, I I just want to make, I just want to be upfront here for everything we're describing. We've, we've, I, I think Pat's done a really good job of, of, or at least we have collaboratively of saying sort of like the, the sort of a normal way to do it. And then, um, we've also mentioned lead pages as well, but nothing we're talking about here, uh, requires lead pages. We've just automated some of this. Um, so the fourth tip. Are you ready to move to the fourth tip?
0: Yeah, I mean, just going off of what you just said, I mean, that's why you built lead pages, just to make <laughs> this easier. I mean, but you don't have to have it because um, I don't. I don't want this to seem like it's a sales pitch or anything. And it, which right. which is it has. I mean, this this. I mean, I have four pages of notes already <laughs> based off of what we talked about, and I'm sure there's going to be more. So let's let's move on to the next uh, tip for for optimizing conversions.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. And for and for everyone listening, like we're giving away. Sort of the worksheets and all these HTML pages. So I just, I'm just, I pray to God you get enough value. So,
0: dude, like, there's way plenty value in this podcast already, let alone all the giveaways you're giving away. So, awesome,
1: awesome. (laughs) Um, so the next thing, uh, is that, uh, you should, uh, start doing, uh, webinars. So here's the thing about webinars. Um, whether or not you uh, ever get anyone to show up on a webinar ever, ever, ever. If, if, even if nobody ever shows up on a webinar, you do. And even if webinars don't uh, explicitly grow your business, right? Like even if nobody kind of like buys your thing on a webinar, or even if it doesn't generate any new business in and of itself, you should still start doing webinars because webinars as a category Of landing page uh uh, as a category of landing pages webinars uh, on our platform outperform everything Um, our top performing webinar registration page is getting an average of 54 percent in terms of the conversion rate and that's across thousands of customers hundreds of thousands of page views uh 54%. 54%. And this includes, this average that I'm telling you, includes lots of newbies who don't know how to write copy. Uh, it also includes people who've written a lot of copy. But right now, according to the you know hundreds of thousands of opt-ins that we've generated and all the conversion that we have, all the data we have across our entire platform, nothing is out-converting uh, webinar registration pages. So, so you should do them even if no one ever attends, <laughs> even if they don't grow your business in any way. You should do them to grow your audience. Period. Yeah, and um,
0: and you and I are going to do one together this week, actually.
1: Absolutely, I'm and, really looking forward to it. <laughs> and we're going
0: to use lead pages to set that page up, actually. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, I I've. I know, I mean, everything you've just said, I've heard thousands of times before. Um, we've we've had Lewis Howes on the show before talking about the power of webinars and actually going through the process of actually conducting a webinar. So, um, you know, for those of you who actually set up a webinar and actually get people to come on, you'd want to listen to episode 29 with Lewis Howes. He goes over all that stuff. Um, re- really, really actionable items there for sure. Um, but, you know, Keep talking about webinars I mean what is it is it industry specific I mean I think some people might not even know what to do in a webinar
1: so what so my core message that I just said is like do them even if, if you don't know what to do but here's here's what to do with them like even if you don't know what to do on a webinar um, that's okay. I recommend that you just bite the bullet and just teach something on a webinar just just answer people's questions even if you just do a Q and a that will help you out because in this day and age on the internet, when else, when else do you have an hour to have someone's attention and to, uh, and to directly answer their questions? It's rare. It's rare that someone will say, uh, I'm going to set aside an hour for this. I'm going to get on, and I'm just going to pay attention to this. The only way to replicate this is by putting on a live event. And uh, Pat, as you know, putting on live events— are su- it's super expensive to do, especially if you're just getting started, so right. sort of the inexpensive way to do this and to get that level of engagement and to connect with your with your audience uh, at, a, at a deep level that can only benefit you financially uh, is by doing webinars and kind of the, the biggest reason to do these for at least for people who are getting started, the biggest reason to do these is because it is the cure all for content block or writer's block. If you say you're going to deliver some value and you set a specific day and time and you invite people to show up, even if only 10 people sign up, that's 10 people that have blocked that off on their calendar that are going to show up and it is rude of you Hmm. to not deliver. So at that time, at that pre-agreed time, uh, you need to stand there and you need to do something. And What I recommend people do is use this, again, to maybe create a lead magnet or maybe create a course that they're going to sell later. So record it. So take the webinar, invite people, record it, and then based on that recording, maybe you can have that recording transcribed. Maybe you can have a worksheet created from this. And even if it's not something that you might want to sell, it's something that you can give away. You know, yeah. it, it's something that you can, you can, so, so many people have trouble just sort of like standing and they're nervous all, and this is a great way to sort of, it's a great motivation hack to getting you to actually produce.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, I, I think having the the specific time and date and, you know, once you see registrants start to come in um, or, you know, sign up for, for the list, um, it's definitely a huge motivator to get stuff done. Um that you know, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And, and and then recording it and using it later, whether it's gonna be something you sell or something for free, maybe it is a lead magnet, I don't know, um, is a great idea. And I know somebody who's been really successful at that, and that's Cliff Ravenscraft from nice. com. If you go to com, his video tutorial that will help you walk through exactly how to set up a podcast was actually taken from a webinar, I believe. And he just repurp he, he cut it up into chunks so it was more easily manageable and people could you know watch one video at a time instead of the whole two hour thing. Um, it's been tremendous and a- absolutely has helped his his bottom line because he uses that to help promote his podcasting A to Z course, uh, which is a two thousand dollar podcasting course and it's sold. Oh, I think it's sold out almost every time. Um, and it has it has a hundred percent success rate, which is pretty incredible. But that that's that's um, a side thing. Cool. But yeah, a webinar is definitely.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think you know, there's there's a whole lot of things built into a webinar that's really powerful. Like one is the content block, the writers block, but another thing is that when you do a webinar, you can't edit yourself. And so I know a lot of people who've tried to create like courses or video courses or things like that and they get stuck because nobody's there. And they'll say something wrong and then they'll like re record and then they'll re record and then they'll edit and they'll re record. And next thing you know, they've produced like 15 minutes of content and it's taken them two hours. Um, right. When you do a webinar, like you just have to power through that and it removes all excuses. And you end up almost always producing something better than you could ever have thought possible. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool in that regard. So, one of the things here's what we found by doing webinars that's really kind of, um, Kind of, I think it's kind of groundbreaking, honestly, from a conversion point of view. We started experimenting a while ago with uh, with two-step opt-in boxes. And this is huge. On the majority of our webinar registration pages, you do not see the opt-in box when you first go there. Uh, and you only see the opt-in box when you click a button that says, click here to claim your spot. So you click on that button and then immediately a pop-up appears where you can opt-in. And w- there's a whole bunch of reasons why this works, why not allowing people to opt-in initially um, uh, creates, creates a, on, a, on average, around a 30 percent increase in opt-in rates.: Sorry, Pat are you OK? <laughs> yeah I'm like I
0: don't know what happened I. I- breathe air the wrong way for some reason anyway i'll keep that in there it's kind of funny (laughs) okay okay just let me get this straight because i was kind of coughing when i was listening to you oh that was weird um (coughs) oh gosh okay sorry um maybe i will edit this out it's kind of crazy but you're saying instead of showing you know at the point of where an opt-in would happen or people would fill in their name and email um there would be no fields it would just be a button that says click here to Get whatever. Or click here to subscribe.
1: Yeah. So. So yeah. So, so you actually uh, put that opt-in box one layer deep, and I kind of had the idea for this when um, when I was at a swap meet and I was asking about a T-shirt and I saw like the smalls and the large, but I didn't see a medium. And I was kind of interested in that T-shirt, but not like incredibly. So I went to the person. I said, "Do you have this in medium?" And the second I did that, he reached below the table and he handed me a rolled up medium t-shirt and I was like, oh, and it kind of just shocked me that I just said, hey, do you have this in medium? And then bam, he gave it to me in medium and I bought it because it, there was this thing where I just said, do you have this in medium? He put it in my hands and I was like, oh, and, and if that shirt were just there <clears> immediately on the table, uh, I probably would have browsed. And saw it and like second guessed it and then like maybe walked away. But I, but I bought it. And what I've found is that when people go to a website or a web page, they make an immediate determination about whether or not it's a giving page or a taking page. And when you have an opt in box immediately there, uh, from, from the second someone arrives, it looks like you have your handout. And so by only op- offering people the opportunity to opt in after they've asked for it, <laughs> um, you, you just get a dramatic increase in, uh, in opt-in rates. So it's, there's a whole lot of reasons for this again. Um, one reason is that it creates uh, a, a yes ladder. So if someone's willing to say yes at a pretty low level of commitment by clicking the button, the likelihood that they're going to say yes to opting in is much greater. If you can get someone to um, to commit to clicking a button, then the likelihood that when you immediately show them the opt-in box that they're going to opt in is just raised because it's they're kind of in this like uh, pattern of behaving. There's there's kind of like this behavioral momentum that's established. Um, another thing uh, is that it, it just creates urgency. Like when you're at a, a, a web page and there's an opt-in box, you can decide. Like you can browse around that page and just decide to leave, uh, or, or you can ignore the opt in box altogether, but when you click that button that says, "Click here to claim your spot and the opt in and the opt in box appears in a little pop up right there, um, you have to make a decision. You have to make a decision whether or not you're going to opt in. You can't say, you know, hey, maybe I'll ignore this or maybe I'll read some more text. like you have to decide right then whether or not you want to opt in. And if everyone who visited your website was forced to make a decision about whether or not they want to opt in, your opt-in rate would go through the roof. People don't opt into your list because they haven't made a decision about whether or not they want to. So 100% of the people who don't make a decision about whether or not they want to opt into your list will not opt into your list. Right. I mean, it just but, sounds like,
0: you know, yep. the language you just use sounds almost like a pop-up, right? Where a pop-up, you know, comes up out of the middle of nowhere and asks you for your name and email to subscribe to get something, right? However, the difference with this is you have them taking, you know, clicking a button before that happens, Right. which is huge. And I I think that might be the perfect solution, actually. Although, and I will say, and a lot of people out there listening know this who are a little bit experienced, you know, we often hear, the more steps required to do something, the less likely someone is to, to complete the task. But this makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of, so 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 yeah, with regards to the pop-up, I know there's a lot of, like a lot of people have a bad taste in the mouth when they hear the word pop-up. So there's a difference between the pop-up that interrupts you when you're trying to read a blog article and then this pop-up appears and it's like opt-in and you're like, uh, I was just trying to read this article. Right. There's a difference between that and a pop-up appearing the second you ask for it. Um, and so that's the difference here. And in terms of the multi-step thing, Um, There's lots of instances in marketing where actually adding more steps increases conversion rate. So a good example of that is um, the launch, where you, you know, drip out content over time, people watch those videos, and then eventually uh, the product is for sale. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, on like sales pages, we found that when you just embed the order form in the sales page and it's immediately available. Like you go to the sales page and you immediately see the order form that lowers conversion rates. But by, by putting that info on like the add to cart page that increases it. Um, also, I mean, there's kind of a, a dating analogy here too. Like if uh, you know, back when I was in college, if I went to a bar and I just went up to someone, I was like, Hey, can I have your phone number? And then do you want to make out with me? And the, you know, that would just be like <laughs> creepy. But if you if you talk with them first, you engage in a conversation, then maybe you add some value. And then uh, at the end, maybe you ask them for your phone number for their phone number. And then, you know, maybe you have a date. And but if you try and like (laughs) close the deal on the very first date, and I don't mean that in kind of perverted way, but if you try to like accomplish everything you want to. With regards to the opposite sex, like at that, when you first go up to them, like that's just not going to turn out very well. I love the language
0: you're using just to keep it clean. It's so funny. Um, But yeah, I mean, just I mean, yeah, I mean, I I love, I love the the analogy. I I know what you were trying to say there.
1: And there's there's kind of a this you know there's a, a poor man's way to do this. So you know, with everything we're doing here. Like, just take it for granted that if I know something that's going to increase conversions, I'm going to put it in my software. So right, right, please right. don't hold that against me. <laughs> um, so but the sort of like the the an alternative way to do this, to just add another step is to um, on maybe on the side of your blog, rather than just have an opt-in box that's immediately there, you might have a banner uh, that offers something of value. and when people click on that, they go to another web page where they can opt in. Right, so the conversion rate on, as a percentage of people that go to that click on that banner on the side and go to the page, like those people are going to opt in at a much higher rate than people who just see the opt in box and it's always there. So they start reading the article, and from the second they start reading an article on your blog, they've started ignoring that opt in box, and they have this experience. And then, uh, you know, but if you have a, a banner there that offers something cool. They might decide to click on that, and then you take them to an opt-in page. Um, and so, I'd say this is something to split test. We actually have both. We have an opt-in box on our sidebar of our blog, that's kind of below the fold. Um, but we also have a banner and, that offers something of value. And when people click on that banner, they end up going to a page where they can opt in. And that page gets us the majority of the opt-ins on our website.
0: Right. I think the the <clears throat> excuse me the opt-in form on the sidebar is sort of for like the low-hanging fruit. You know right. the people that are that are there that are there who come to the site who are going to subscribe anyway, and that that's how you capture them. Just make it incredibly easy for them to do so without, you know, the least steps possible. But you know, I, I can tell you, my sidebar opt-in form has an extremely low conversion rate compared to the ones that are on specific landing pages that I have um, that are currently not set up through through lead pages because I just started getting the software and and started using it. And, and <clears throat> for example, if you go to eBooks the smart way, it's quote a landing page i mean it has a lot of elements that shouldn't be on there like um you know the navigation bar and a lot of other distracting things but that particular page when people land on it and they get there from either listening to the podcast or clicking on a button that is on a post somewhere the conversion rate is like 75% yeah
1: that's awesome that's incredible that's insane and it
0: could probably be even higher if i were to optimize it or or have a better <laughs> lead magnet perhaps um, but yeah that is that that is awesome. I mean there's so many great tips here um, so so as far as the quote poor man's way to do the two-step opt-in I mean I like that idea of the banner ad I, I mean is there there's probably a way for someone to create a script or something too right or there might even be something out there a WordPress plugin even perhaps I don't know
1: yeah I mean I've seen different things that you can do like um you know you can have a link that w- when someone clicks on it it triggers JavaScript that then makes. An opt-in avail- you know, thing available. So a lot of people at the end of blog posts say, "Hey, you know, did you enjoy this article? Why not opt in to get more?" If you actually took away that opt-in box and said, and just had a, a some text that said, "Hey, enjoy this article. Want to get more information? Uh, you know, click here to, to to get updates whenever we put them out." And when they clicked on that button, if boom, immediately that triggered some JavaScript that made uh, the entire opt-in box there available, um, then, you know, there's there's different ways of, of doing it. Um, but the the tip is that you don't have the opt-in box available immediately, but there is a call to action to, to get something. And when people click on that immediately, the opt-in box appears. Yeah, so I that's that. sort of what makes it happen. I,
0: I want to test that in the new design, for sure. I think that, I think that makes complete sense. Um, and I'll definitely report on those numbers. Now, I know a lot of you listening... Um, are listening to all this and are probably getting jazzed about it, but there's also some probably missing elements because the, you know a lot of what Clay is talking about is very visual, you know, and you gotta you almost have to kind of see it in action to, to understand exactly how it works. Although a lot of the stuff here is, can already be applied, and again, we, we're hoping that you go to smartpassiveincome.com/slash/session seventy eight and leave a comment there with with your updated headline for your lead magnet, but. <clears throat> This is the reason why Clay and I want to get on to a webinar. Now, if you're listening to this in the future, a replay will be available, but I will tell you that for those of you who are going to be on, if you're listening to this before the webinar goes live, there's going to be a special gift for you that we're going to give away just um, at the tail end of the webinar there, which I'll talk about, you know, leading up to the webinar anyway um, later. But, you know, Clay, I'm so excited to have you on that webinar because we're going to go and talk about even more strategies. I mean, we're already an hour and a half into this podcast, so I want to sort of close it up because we obviously have a lot to talk about and a lot more to talk about, which we could do visually on the webinar, which is going to be Thursday, August 29th at 6 p.m. Pacific. And we're doing a second one, actually, so we can get more people on there in different time zones, August 30th, 11 a.m. Pacific time. And the registration links will be at smartpassiveincome.com slash session78, and you can get all the downloads there too.
1: I mean, what's cool about a webinar? I mean podcasts are great because you can like listen while you're driving, but what's cool about a webinar is I can get in here and I can show you stats from our business and I can show you all the pages and you can kind of sit there and watch all this as it's happening, and we can have the visual element perfectly correlated with what's being talked about um, and so I think you know a good way to approach this is um, actually doing like a, a workshop where we'll actually create some of these things live uh, as we're doing the webinar. So you'll come away with with a work product.
0: Cool, cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And, and, and a lot of you know now, because I published a blog post about this just the other day, that I just published my coming soon sort of pre-launch page to build buzz for my food trucker site. And um, it's just going to be you know a matter of optimizing that page and driving traffic to it, which I'll be talking about in the next coming weeks before the main site goes live. Supposed to be go uh, going live September sixteenth, two thousand thirteen. So a lot of exciting stuff happening. Um, Clay, are there any final words you want to say? I mean, obviously you've given us a lot already. Um, you know, check out lead pages. My affiliate link for that is smartpassiveincome.com dot slash lead pages. But of course, you can go on the webinar to get a sort of demo of what that might look like, and also just for more strategies, just like what Clay mentioned today. Um, any final words, Clay?
1: Yeah, I'd say that. Uh, you know we 've talked a lot about uh, stuff here and lots of conversion rates and numbers and things like that, but I really want to encourage everyone to just make that resource guide lead magnet. leave the title in the comments below i 'll um, critique it if I can if it 's within a few months and i'll you know'll it 'll be at a fairly high frequency at first i 'll go in and review everyone 's but um, later i'll i 'll catch up you know from time to time. Uh, but just go and do that. Just go and create your headline. So, you know, free report reveals the top three, um, you know, pieces of exercise equipment for, uh, you know, losing weight or getting more energy. Like whatever version of, of that you can create for your market. Create that today, okay? Create it before the sun goes down. Write your headline And write your list of resources. And it doesn't have to be like a crazy list. You can literally just list them on a page. Like just give the title and a link. And those can actually be affiliate links if you want to as well. So I would just encourage everyone listening to this, before you go to bed tonight, write your headline for your page and write just in a Word document, write down the four things or five resources that you want to tell your audience or your potential audience about. Save it and... Just start implementing. Just implement just if that, nothing else, just implement that thing alone. Awesome.
0: And for the comments, all we need is your headline. We don't need links or anything. Right. Um, if there are links, then it's going to be held in moderation, which we don't want to happen. So just the headline there. But like Clay said, take action, create that resource, think of those top tools and resources and, uh, you know, make stuff happen. I mean, this is awesome. I mean, I bet so many people are going to see a huge increase in opt-in rates. And like we were talking about bringing this all the way back to the beginning, you know, it's a lot harder to double your traffic. It's a lot easier to double your conversion rates, especially when you're just starting out and you have yet to optimize things.
1: Yep, absolutely. And remember, everyone who gets on your list later is someone who can tweet and share and uh, promulgate your stuff on social media. So this is actually an amazing traffic strategy as well.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, so if people wanna find out more about, um, you know, I know you have a fantastic blog, I'm on your list, Clay. Um, where, where, where should they go?
1: You know what? I, I want to track. See, I track everything I talk about. So <laughs> I want to track everything from this. So uh, just go to leadpages.net forward slash Pat uh, and you can find out more. We also have a blog at blog.leadpages.net.
0: Okay. Do you mind if I link leadpages.net slash Pat on the show notes?
1: I would love it if you did that. Okay. I will do that.
0: All right, buddy. Thank you so much for coming on. A lot a lot of value in this podcast. Uh, thank you so much. And check out the downloads and all the f- fancy resources and stuff uh, that Clay has generously given us at smartpassiveincome.com slash session78. Have a wonderful day, Clay. You too, Pat. Thanks, Thanks so much. Man, I'm just completely blown away from this interview. I just actually re-listened to the whole thing to make sure um, I get all these show notes. That's what I do. I re-listen to the whole episode and I just learned even more the second time around here. Hopefully, I've been able to compile the notes for you at smartpassiveincome.com slash session78. So you can go there and, and, and get a recap of all the tips and also go there and download all the goodies and giveaways and HTML files and headlines and all those things that Clay mentioned he was going to give. Um, also, you can register for the upcoming webinars which are going to be again on August 29th at 6 p.m. Pacific, and again Friday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, uh, so that you can, you know, we got even more strategies to share, and it's going to be a little workshop. You'll be able to see things happening visually. I mean, this is just so cool. I've actually already implemented a lot of these strategies since recording this session a couple weeks ago with Clay uh, on my food trucker site. I have created a lead magnet using those tool, Those uh, the the tip about creating just a list of resources. It didn't take very long to put together. We are testing various headlines and we're gonna be driving traffic to that landing page that we have, which is again set up through lead pages. And I'll be talking all about that in, in detail in the future when I get into more niche site, tool, uh, niche site Dual 2.0 posts. And I can't wait to share that stuff because things are moving along. That page is live and things are happening. And yeah, I just can't wait to see you on the webinar um again head on over to smartpassiveincome.com slash session 78 you rock thank you so much for sticking around you are the best i hope you got some value out of this um i know i did you know listening to clay when we were talking together and then re-listening to this again just great stuff Thank you so much for all the kind and honest reviews. If you have any comments, questions, go to the blog post, and I and I hope to read your headline so you can have a chance to win a lifetime copy of um, of lead pages, which is which is crazy, which, which is huge. And there's three chances available. Leave that headline on the blog post, and uh, Clay's going to read them all. I'm going to read them all, and Clay is going to be more than happy to at least for a little bit comment and and help you structure your. Headline, so it, it's as optimized as possible. All right, that's enough. I will talk to you in the next session or actually hopefully see you on the webinar or on the replay if you're watching this in the future. All right, take care. Thanks. Love you. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com.